1: Hey, yes, good morning. How are good afternoon? How are you? Yeah. (laughs) Good afternoon. How are you? I'm doing great. I'm doing great. Thanks
0: for asking. And I hope your day's off to a good start. It is. It's been a little busy already, but it is good. So I just have to let folks know this is, I think, our third talk so thank you so much <laughs> for being flexible and i have been double checking every uh setting on talk shoot so i am praying it says that we are live streaming audio so i am uh, affirming that it is taping today and that all will be well and i'll be able to share uh, this conversation <laughs> with our listeners. So uh, the third time is a charm. So I want to welcome uh, Mrs. Stacy Redman to the Stroke Diva Fabulous Radio Show. Stacey is an entrepreneur, a philanthropist, a veterans advocate, an innovator, and um, she is the Founder, President, and CEO at Strategy and Management Services Incorporated. Also known as Sam's, and uh, she's had her business for 11 years now. But Stacy has a wealth of knowledge, and we had such a great chat before. And I'm like, oh my God, it did not tape. It was just two minutes of, <laughs> of silence.
1: <laughs>
0: well, you have know, breakfast like, perfect. So. <laughs> I tell you sometimes talk to you and I get along and sometimes we don't but I want to welcome you Stacy and I wanted to start with um, you know I want to thank you for your service because you you know you started in the military and then you had to make the pivot to entrepreneurship. So tell us how you how you did that.
1: Sure well my um, career in the military ended. Unexpectedly um, due to injury. And, um, you know, I had really planned on making the military my career as I was, you know, really enjoying it. Um, but when that ended, I had to kind of figure out what was next. And I ended up uh, still working for the government, you know, still continuing to serve. And uh, I was a civil servant. And then later I worked with industry. Um, but entrepreneurship, I had caught the bug and didn't realize what the bug was Um, until I had some good friends of mine, you know, say, you should be doing this, you should be doing this. So that led me to kind of exploring and kind of figuring out, is this, you know, something that is of interest to me? Um, And it all really came down to the point where I had worked, you know, uh, through industry and was pretty successful. And I was at the Pentagon um, going through a weapon systems review. It's pretty much where they're making the budget decisions and Mm -hmm. about what's going to be funded and what's not. And, you know, having been in uniform, there were some things that weren't funded that I felt were necessary capabilities, things if I was still in uniform, I would have Definitely wanted to have, so it was kind of there that I said, you know, you can sit back and complain about it, or you can drive the change. Um, You know, so Mm -hmm. I caught the bug and said, all right, well, how could I, how could I do this, and what could I do better? And that kind of led me to finding Sam's, catching that spark, and finding Sam's, and you know, really striving for a company that is. Unlocking the value of real time data um, so that we create strategic competitive assets for smarter and faster decision making, Um, all with the intent of interoperable systems and, you know, helping our clients build efficiencies in their processes so that they're much more effective with their technology.
0: OK, that is so that is like so deep. And so <laughs> for, uh, for the layperson like for the layperson like me, kind of break that down exactly how you work with your clients.
1: <laughs> sure. Well, you know, it's it's not unlike anything that anyone hasn't experienced. You got a new computer, you have a new system and something's not working as you think it should be um it's you know not uh we'll make it as simplistic as your printer's not talking to your computer, Um, you know, that has to deal with interoperability and that's things that we do on a much higher scale with these, you know, significant IT investments that um, federal agencies or commercial clients make. And they make these big, big, big IT investments, but they're one, not maximizing the technology that they have or two, it's not operating um, as efficiently as they believe that it should be so we have the opportunity to go in to kind of assess their infrastructure figure out what their gaps are based on the capabilities that they're trying to um, they're trying to fulfill and then we help them with those solutions um, you know we either redesign their infrastructure modify their infrastructure or um, put um, other systems in place so that they're actually getting the capability that they desire.
0: Okay, and tell us about your team. So our team at Sam's is
1: a, it's a leadership team. We're fully um, you know, our culture is such that we uh, strive for team managed and entrepreneurial environment. So, you know, we really look for go-getters and people that aren't afraid to grow and aren't afraid to operate sometimes with little or not all information. Um, You know, there's no mistakes at Sam's. there's only lessons learned and opportunities for improvement. Uh, So we really strive to hire people who are like mindset and very innovative. Um, and aren't afraid to take risks.
0: Fantastic. And Stacey, so when you were a young girl, well, had you even thought about the military when you were a young girl? And how did, did you ever see yourself with your own company doing I mean you now are one of the 50 most successful and fastest growing veteran owned women companies uh, in the nation so when you were a, a a little girl, what were you thinking about how your life what you wanted to see what kind of change did you want to make or you know those all those dreams we have way back when <laughs>
1: So oh, I certainly didn't. I certainly didn't imagine that this is what I would be doing. I wasn't real sure that, you know, what I would be doing. But I did know this. I came from, you know, very humble beginnings, and we, you know, I won't say we were poor, but we were definitely lower middle class. My dad, you know, worked in the steel industry. Um, my mom worked for the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania, started as as a key punch operator. Um, you know, so we, we did not, you know, we didn't have everything, but we certainly didn't know it because we were filled with love and family. Um, so, but I started working at a very young age and, and just kind of never looked back. My dad, you know, being in the steel industry and it was what it was there in the the late seventies, early eighties. And, um, you know, starting to be offshored and outsourced to, you know, foreign companies, the steel mill was winding, winding down. So, you know, there were a lot of layoffs. And my brother and I went to work very early because we knew that, you know, our parents just didn't have it to offer. So we became very self-sufficient at a young age. And I think that that is, mm-hmm. you know, certainly some of the things that drive me knowing that you have to take responsibility for yourself. And sometimes you just, you have to figure it out. There's ways to get things done. And sometimes you're going to be right. Sometimes it's, it's not going to work out as anticipated, uh, but you pick yourself up and you, you just keep going. Uh, you know, you're going to figure it out and nothing's ever handed to you. If you're fortunate then that it is, then you know, you're very lucky, but, uh, you know, you have to work hard and good things come with
0: hard work. Those are, I mean, that's great words of advice. And I uh, want to let our listeners know that I uh, heard Stacy speak at uh, Betty Hines Women's Elevating Women Conference uh, a few months ago, right before, you know, COVID really hit and I was so impressed with your story. And so tell us about being a, uh, an entrepreneur and what it takes for women of color to be successful and any kind of words of advice that you can give uh, young women or well, any woman that wants to be an entrepreneur. So first, I
1: would say, uh, well, first as women and women of color, you know, there is certainly disparity. Um, as we sit and we look at what's happening to our young men today, I, you know, certainly there's a lot that's happening. Um, and yes, I think that that, you know, the we've got the virus, we've got what's happening in our in our black communities. Um, and we have to acknowledge that, and you know it's unfortunate, but I'm hopeful that only positive things will come of this. That this awareness will finally rise to the level that it needs to be at, and we'll get the change, um, or at least the improvement and the change that we're seeking. But as a absolutely. But, but as a black woman, um, you know, especially in technology, I didn't have those in the time that I came up. I didn't have those mentors. I didn't have anybody who was sitting at the table looking like me or anyone who could guide or help shape it. So I, I was always the, you know, uh, always the loner. Um, so you have to get as an entrepreneur, you got to get comfortable at being alone. When things happen, you can't, you know, there's not things that happen in your company that you would talk to your employees about, right? Um, and there's mm-hmm. not, um, you know, things that you may talk to your spouse or to your partner about either, because if they're not in the business, it's kind of hard to understand those. So, entrepreneurship can be very lonely, extremely rewarding, but very lonely. And I think that you have to find those outlets, you have to find those networks and strive to find those people like you. We're very fortunate now that there's a lot of, um, of Black women and men who are entrepreneurs and there are groups that are created um, specifically around that diversity. Seek those, you know, you mentioned Betty Hines, that's certainly one of them are women empowering women. It's not just for entrepreneurs, but for diverse women uh, altogether. Um, you know, you have to find those moments and you have to be able to get that network and just know that there there are going to be times when you feel alone but fortunately there's more resources and more people out there now who look like us who are willing to help and you have to strive to really build those relationships and be part of um, that
0: infrastructure right and with covid-19 how have you had to or, or how do you think not only your Business Sam's, but how other businesses have had to navigate into, um, you know, a whole new virtual reality uh, with COVID-19. Do you think that's helped people become more aware and become more tech savvy? Uh, Is it now that we know that you don't have to go to the office every day, you can do things virtually? Do you see any positive things that have happened with COVID-19 as far as business? Yeah, I mean, it's, it's a difficult,
1: it's a difficult question and it's an even harder answer because unfortunately we've Mm -hmm. lost a lot of people and I pray for all of those who have been impacted and their family members who have been impacted. Um, yes, but I think we also have to look at what has come out of this. You know, we built, but Sam's in particular.ly we built an entire infrastructure to be able to support our business, but we're actually finding out that we're probably getting more done and I've got happier employees who are working remotely. They don't have to, you know, we're in the DMV here. They don't have to fight that traffic every day to and from work. Um, They're not rushing out of the office to pick up kids from daycare to make it to, um, you know, an event that's after work. You know, I, I think that we're just getting more done. And I think that there's happier people. Don't get me wrong. You know, there is a disconnect of being in the office and being around people. Um, that I think that we're all mm-hmm. striving for, right? Um, but when it comes to having to go to the office, I think that we're going to see a lot of changes. Uh, we are already are, and we're, we're going to see more. Um, in terms of technology, you know, it's moments like this mm-hmm. that I think innovation happens. You know, we find, we get out of the routine, you know, everyone is saying the new mm-hmm. normal. What's the new normal look like? I don't know if it's the new normal or if there's a better, you know, a different term that's gonna, uh, you know, talk about post COVID and really gonna define that. But at the end of the day, I think that it's it's you know challenges like this that when people actually innovate when people find new ways of doing things and better ways of doing things and those are you know the things that we're excited about and what we look forward to is and that's what we strive with our customers how do we make this better how do we improve this how do we you know leave them better than they were when we first had that encounter with them um so I, I'm excited you know, for it. It's unfortunate that it's taken you know, a, a catastrophe. Um, I don't even want to call it a pandemic. Mm-hmm. It's a catastrophe because it's, been, it's completely disrupted us. But right. what good can come out of this? And we, we have to strive for the good and we have to strive for the way of doing things better.
0: Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And Stacey, talk to us about Sam's Cares. Mm. Sam's Cares. So
1: I always, again, the humble beginnings, the way I was raised and the values that my parents instilled in me was always about giving back. My mother in a grocery store a long time ago, a lady was not, the cashier was not uh, very friendly to my mom. And I thought, I was young and I thought, oh, my gosh, you know, why do we have our business here? And my mother said to me, you never know what someone else is going through. And I'll never forget that. And I haven't forgotten that to this day. And so I always have it's been part of my my values and part of my upbringing to how do we impact others? Could be through just saying hello with a smile. You could make someone's day and not even know it. So when I founded the company, I wanted Mm -hmm. to make sure that we weren't just takers from our environment, from our community. We weren't just takers, but we were given back. So Sam's is all about our commitment to our people, our clients, and our communities. And how do we give back to those three? So when I first started the company, I started off donating a certain percentage of our profits every year. And it used to become this very uh, taxing um, event at the end of the year because there's so many great organizations out there and so many people doing wonderful things. So I used to struggle with Mm -hmm. where are we going to, you know, send this money or donate our time or make these resources available so I had an employee that said, you know, Stacey, I see how much pressure and how how great this is at the end of every year, but I also see how painfully um, it, the struggle is for you in deciding because there's so many that need. She said, why don't we do an event each month and let's call it Sam's Cares, And I said, you know what, that's great. She said, that way, we're not just sitting at the end of the year with the holidays and, you know, everybody's doing all these great things at the holidays. But we're doing, you know, wonderful things in our community throughout the year. I said, wonderful idea. So that's how we came up with the name Sam's Cares. So every month we have a community outreach event, be it here in the DMV or wherever our employees are located. But it's an opportunity either through, um, it's usually not monetary, um, so it's usually a volunteerism. Through time, you know, or at the beginning of the school year, we'll do backpack drives or we'll do food drives, you know, particularly around the holidays. But it's a way of impact, positively impacting our communities each month through our service. And that's what Sam's Cares Mm. is. is how How do we give back? Not just takers.
0: That is so powerful. And I love that you all recognized um, that there is a need, literally, you know, every month, that there is a need um, to help the community. And I think your business is so successful because you are focusing on, you know, your team, your people, the community, um, the world over. It makes such a such a big difference um, uh, in the world to have that kind of uh, leadership and commitment. And, you know, I love the way you, you talked about, you know, what COVID-19 is doing to businesses. We Yes, there's been a lot of loss, but there's also been, you know, some good to come out of that. And of course, with what we have going now with the, with the protest. um, I think the world is ready for a a whole new shift and speaking about um, not just, I guess, just the protest, but you know, what we are going through now as a country, a lot of those businesses that were already suffering due to COVID-19 now they have that added pressure of, you know, there's been looting and and rioting. And so some of these businesses, especially businesses of color, they're getting hit a second time, which, I mean, as a business owner, I can't even imagine what that means. Yes, yeah, definitely.
1: Um, You know, it impacts everyone. There's, without, you know, putting politics into this or anything else. There's there's a way to do this. There's a right mm-hmm. way to do this. Um, and then there's a wrong way. And, you know, peaceful mm-hmm. protesting and, and driving a cause and creating awareness around it is one thing. But um, damaging property is, that's something altogether. And yes, you know, it could be, you know, the CVS is in the targets, but we're also seeing the small businesses who have been significantly impacted by COVID-19 and now, um, are being looted and rioted and, um, you know, even further damaged by what's happening right now. So, you know, I pray that, um, you know, we can continue to pray and, uh, Hope that yes. the people that, um, you know, are bringing the awareness, bring it about in the right way and that there's action um, from the the awareness and the struggles and challenges. So um, it's sad. It's unfortunate. It's very unfortunate. Yes.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And do you have advice for business owners that you know may have to think about doing business differently? Again, I would think that there is, you know,
1: it's hard to see it when you're in it, because sometimes when you're in the struggle, Mm -hmm. it just, um, it can take you over. Uh, But I think that, you know, we have to begin each day by so many people have died from this Crazy virus. Um, you know, yes. I think we have to begin each day by allowing our feet to hit the floor and opening our eyes and giving, you know, uh, Jesus Christ, our Lord God and Savior, our thanks and our praise. And we just have to pray. Sometimes you ha- just have to stand still and you have to listen for that word, and it, it will come. He will take care of us.
0: Absolutely. Prayer changes everything. Definitely. That just sound words of, of advice, you know, full of full of love. So uh, Stacy Redman, I want to thank you so much for being on the show. Please let everyone know how they can either reach you um, directly or your team and where you can be found on social media. Absolutely sure. So, uh,
1: strategy and management services. Our website is www.getsamsnow. Very easy to remember. Get Sams now. Uh, dot com mm-hmm. we're on all the social media platforms if you look at get sam's now or sam's uh, you'll find us on twitter instagram facebook and linkedin um to reach me directly uh, you can visit my website at stacyredmond.com. that's s-t-a-c-i-r-e-d-m-o-n.com
0: well, Stacy Redman, you are a fabulous guest, full of insight and knowledge. And I mean, just a, a joy and such a good, uh, positive spirit. So thank you so much for doing this. Again, <laughs>
1: <laughs> it is truly my pleasure, and thank you so much for all that you do and for creating this platform. Um, I wish oh, everybody you. To stay safe, take care, and uh, you know, pray, and
0: uh, everybody be thankful for what we yes. do have yes absolutely thank you thank you uh, all for tuning in to the stroke diva fabulous radio show this is live and recorded and as soon as talk shoe is uh, available I will post this on social media and Stacy I'm just holding it in the light that we had a successful taping <laughs> <laughs> I think we did I can see the I can
1: see the timer going I think we're good to go <laughs> if not we'll do it
0: again I <laughs> (laughs) always enjoy talking to you. Thank you so much. (laughs) Thank you so much for being flexible. Everyone have a fabulous week and definitely go to uh, Stacy Redman.com and uh, get Sam's now to find out more information about uh, Sam's and Sam's cares. Thank you, Stacy. Thanks, everyone. Enjoy. Enjoy. Be blessed and have a fabulous